When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, welcome to the Alley Show, in which one of your hosts decided that they were going to dress up and not tell the other host. So one host looks like trash and the other one looks great. Listen, it was a spur of the moment because my hair in was which, terrible. And in you which look- one host uh, looks great and the other host looks like a haggard swamp witch. I like haggard swamp witches. Well, good. And you, that's what you're doing. You- <laughs> I think you look nice. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, I am not at all stressed out about the fact that I'm supposed to be out of the country in 14 days. Everything's I'm fine. stressed. I'm stressed for you. I'm like... <laughs> I'm not at all stressed at the fact that I'm supposed to be out of the country in 14 days. Everything's going great over here. But you're excited too, right? I hope. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm not sure I'm convinced. Like, somehow. It's one of those things that, like, it still doesn't quite feel real. I get it. I get that. My brain is like, it's not really. No, you're good. You're good. It's not happening. Just don't worry about it. And then it's like, bruh, it's happening. Like, you need to get shit done. But at least you started packing, which I think is, like, impressive. It's mostly so I don't end up having to do, like, all of the laundry the night before. Yeah. <laughs> because otherwise, I'm just going to be like, where the fuck are all my clothes? I admire that. Like, I'm doing my best over here. You're I'm doing, doing great. Uh, welcome to the Yowie Shelf. Uh, grab a seat and relax. It is October, which means we uh, unfortunately are contractually obligated to talk about horror and spooky BL. What do you mean, unfortunately? I mean... Okay, so I have conflicting feelings about horror in general, because uh, if you're a listener only, this might be shocking to you. I'm African-American, so I don't like scary things, and I have very, very, uh, suspension of disbelief is very, very, like, high for me. So, So you're saying that I actually only love horror because I'm white? And I would deadass be the stupid person reading the incantation. <laughs> and I'm the person who's, like, in the car, like, waiting for this to be over. <laughs> I, I, I promise I wouldn't, though. Like, I usually go, you know, because the Black character is always the yes. voice of reason who's like, yes. don't. And I'm like, listen, we were watching, we watched, and I say this so no one else has to. We watched the new Jeepers Creepers, mm-hmm. and it was so bad. And... I am so sad. Like, can how hard is it to make a sequel that is an actual sequel to the second one? I just want to see the creeper wake up on Farmer Taggart's wall. Like, that's all I want. Anyway, the main guy was a black guy. And there you go, suspension of disbelief. Because this guy was so dumb, he was just walking straight into this. And I'm like, you're supposed to be clever. Yeah, like I just... I remember I went to go see... Um... 
It was Sinister 2 with a friend. Oh, yeah. And I had never seen the first Sinister. And I was like, do I need to know the first movie to see the second movie? My friend's like, no, you're good. Red flag on the field. If it's a sequel and I don't need to know what happened in the first movie, that's a bad movie. I'm sorry. That's a bad movie. I don't care what you think. If it is a sequel and I do not need to know anything from movie one, red flag on the field. And it was mostly just like jump scare malfeasance of like, oh, you know, the wind. It's some loud wind. And there was one scene where like the the house is possessed. The house is possessed by something. And it's like affecting the kids. It's a mom and her kids. And one of the boys, you know, he's possessed because, of course, he is. The children are always possessed. And the kid, you know, was arguing with his mom. And he looks at his mom and he goes, fuck you. And I'm like, oh. And he goes, yeah, fuck you, you cunt. And I was like, oh, so the movie's over because he's dead, right? <laughs> the movie, the, the movie's done because this was the scariest part of the movie for me was this child calling his mom a cunt. That was the scariest part of the movie. Because I couldn't imagine that. Because I'd be dead. Yeah. I couldn't say that to my mom and still be living. Uh, so I have a very, very like love-hate mm. relationship with horror. I do like spooky themes. I do like paranormal themes. But like what most people consider to be horror, I'm very like hot and cold on. I love it in theory. But most of the time in practice, it's kind of just like no why are we why are we doing any of this why is anyone here what's going on it's like oh we're gonna go uh, we're gonna explore the the haunted mine shaft no we're not no we're not we're going home we're calling the cops that's what we're doing yeah um, so uh we're here to talk about some spooky shit uh again pay no attention to the fact that i'm leaving the country in 14 days i'm doing great over here um i'm rooting for you (laughs) thank you so much uh so it's october we have to talk about this i want to keep this very very tightly in the bl and lgbt uh plus Mm. media sphere um if you're looking at our outline if anyone else could look at our outline it looks like one of us had a stroke in between writing it's just (laughs) word salad at the stage i love the word salad it's my favorite salad Let's start with, uh, firstly, why do we spook the gay? You know, BL is more of an attribute than it is an individual's genre. So you can have a historical BL. You can have a World War II BL. There's a lot of those. You can have a Yakuza BL. There's a lot of yes. those. We love um, those. There's a lot of those. So <laughs> just in that, you could have some spooky horror ones. Why would you spook the gays, Corolla? I mean, first of all, horror and, you know, things that relate to horror have always mm-hmm. been queer. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been geeking out this whole week, like listening to these video essays and reading uh, like articles and stuff on this. And mm-hmm. the horror genre dates back to Gothic literature. Mm-hmm. And hello, <laughs> I studied literature. Spoiler. <laughs> also studied literature? Yes. And, and there's so much... Uh, not very subtle subtext written by queer poets and authors back in the day. And, you know, blame Oscar Wilde for all of it. Like, yeah, you have Dorian Gray, but like Dracula, because Bram Stoker was apparently a friend of, of 
wild and you know and even frankenstein right mm -hmm. is he is trying to create a the perfect creature and he only goes for male body parts. yeah there's a lot of homo yeah. eroticism in <laughs> so frankenstein much homo eroticism um, and and of course you know vampires have always been gay like carmilla the lesbian queen um, love carmilla i was about to say if you don't mention carmilla we're gonna change words <laughs> Oh, we're fine. <laughs> no, but yeah, and you know, and 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 this ties into how you know there is this homophobia in the ancient. I mean, we're looking at Gothic literature right now, and how and how there's nothing scarier than those seductive, sexy men and their seduction techniques and their pointy teeth and like and so you know, a lot of the time, creatures like vampires have been like these overt euphemisms for homosexuals and then you look at folklore and you look at folklore and there's so much like sexual content happening well with, and we also yeah. have to acknowledge that vampires are also a very very uh pointed reference usually to xenophobia as well yeah, especially yeah. post brom Sto uh, stoker uh stoker not stroker yeah my stoker. brain is tired I mean, <laughs> I like the sound of that. Bram Stroker. Bram Stroker. His, his only fan's name. <laughs> his only fan's name. Oh my god, I deadass would subscribe. Yes. <laughs> so, there's this very, very thinly veiled xenophobia mm. as well to a lot of vampires. So there is this, like, homoeroticism, but there's also this, like, thinly veiled, like, we have to keep, you know, these foreign men away from our lily yeah. white women and the whole um, you know the reverse colonialism of yeah we colonized the world but now these strangers are coming to our shores to do the right. same thing and it's like yeah right there's a lot of like not so subtle racism with vampires mm -hmm. as well where it's like oh you know it's these others yeah. from romania so there's usually like some romani slander in there yeah that's you know varying levels of hidden <laughs> um yeah varying levels of hidden <laughs> you're reading depending yes there's some very overt where it's like y'all are just racist and it's like you didn't like, even try to like this is <laughs> okay yeah and um i also want to mention and this is something that carola put in and it's very very important Taboo stories have been important to queer media since yeah. always. Uh, we're going to talk about the problematic issue because that leads into some cool stuff coming up soon. And but we do love talking about problematic stuff, don't we? We really do. We really do. I, I wonder why. Like throwback I mean, to last year's October episode. Yeah. Uh, shocking. But like, <laughs> it's always been a part of queer media. Um, look to the episode with Dr. Thomas. Mm -hmm. uh, where this stuff is explained much more eloquently by a literal genius and that a lot of this stuff is used as a way to, you know, sort of work through really just like some either like dark desires or honestly, at least like, you know, for some of us who are assigned female at birth or are living as women, uh, frankly, some angst, frankly, just some angst. You know, there's a reason why a lot of uh, women and those assigned female at birth tend to kind of be monster fuckers a little bit. I guess. I mean, it's true. Like it's it's fascinating to me because um this isn't explicitly this isn't explicitly horror, but I remember watching B Stars for the first time and looking at a uh, Lugosi and he like shockingly reminded me of my dad. 
And like, not like in a weird way, but like in the way of like, this is someone who is large and that society would normally find scary, but really is like this gentle creature. And my dad was a large black man. Hmm. The thing that American society is most afraid of. And my dad wasn't violent. He wasn't a thug. He wasn't any of those things. He loved playing tennis for Christ's sake. You know, so I weirdly felt a lot of like that coding and representation in this wolf, mm. which you see a lot with female writers, writers assigned female at birth, and even uh, POC creators, that there's a lot of bonding with monsters and a lot mm. of bonding with these other creatures because they do face all of the same racism and sexism that we would face in real life. There's a great Lindsay Ellis episode about that where she talks about um, especially the person of color Mm. implication comes to relating to and wanting to sleep with monsters and she calls in an expert she calls in a black person it's not just her you know white person explaining black feelings she does the right thing where you know she phones a friend and she calls in a black person <laughs> but it frankly helps us mm. you know f go through a lot of societal and sexual angst that we yeah. normally have uh the avenues to work through um, and BL especially does mm. that for a lot of queer people and for its readers of color because BL is not read only by white people. Shocking. Yeah, shocking. Shocking. You do, right? You. Um, <laughs> I do want to put in one note. Hmm. Cultural appropriation. Okay, go, go wild. So... I see, uh, I see things on the internet. There are certain fascinations with uh, creatures and monsters from other locales and other locations that may not be uh, yours. And while I'm quick to say that mythology is fair game, I'm also quick to say that there's a lot of monsters that mean specific things for specific cultures. Yeah. So if you are not a part of that representative culture, I would proceed with caution, um, especially here in the U.S. There's a lot of my culture is not your costume mm -hmm. around things like Day of the Dead, around Native American outfits, um, around wearing like party city kimonos and stuff yeah. like that, because the line between appreciation and appropriation is not actually that thin. It's not. I'm sorry that that's the neoliberal lie that has been told to Americans, that the line between appreciation and appropriation is thin. If you're buying it from Party City, no, it's not. <laughs> if you've walked into a Walmart and left with a kimono, that line is not thin. That's a thick-ass lie. <laughs> Just trying to picture a Walmart kimono. It's not great. It's not great. I'll they're bet. not great. <laughs> yeah, they're not great. So, you know, I just want to, I want to put that in there because we'd be remiss not to bring it up because, you know, mm -hmm. I know some of you guys are writers and, you know, you look at that stuff it's like, oh my God, this is super, super cool. I want to do this. And it's like, have you considered any of the cultural implications into yeah. wanting to do this? Also, if you're on TikTok's, TikTok, stop sexualizing the Wendigo. What is happening? And again, like, can I just point out that my perception of the Wendigo. Yes. 
like the first time I saw a Wendigo was this yes. one episode of Charmed back in the nineties yes. when they yes. turn into Wendigos, and th- and then I find out as an adult that that's not what a Wendigo is supposed to look like at no. all. They're like they, they were like the ugliest werewolves, and they terrified me. Yeah, in that episode, I was like, I don't know how old I was, but they were terrifying, and I always yes. thought that that was a Wendigo, but apparently not. No. No, uh, Wendigos, they usually have antlers. They're very yeah. gaunt. Uh, they have no uh, lips or gums because they're usually chewing them off because that sates their hunger. Uh, basically, they look like their skin is too big for their bones. They're very monstrous creatures. Yeah. Stop trying to fuck them. <clears throat> but you know, Stop. monster fucking is such a... That's too far. I'm it, sorry. It's such a big hobby these days. I, I draw the line at trying to get the window seat. I mean, I, I've said this I before. Tr- I am, I've, I've come to a point in my career as a rotten person, as a Fujin, where I feel mm. so incredibly vanilla. Because I'm like surrounded by monster fuckers and people who are like, <laughs> you know thirsting for these creatures and i'm just like i i just want to see twinks get it on with with other twinks why why am i so alone in this perception everyone's like you're not alone the bada titty daddies and the monster fuckers and i'm like in the middle you're not alone you're not alone um (laughs) so let's move on to the next point um is spooking the gay good yeah, sometimes. Yeah. You can get... Uh, one thing I love about horror in general, I know I've said nothing but negative things, but they <laughs> tend to be very diverse stories. Hmm. They do tend to have a lot of diversity in cast and representation and voice and perspective. Yeah. So you do get these like cool ensembles in horror stories sometimes that can be really interesting to work with. Yeah. And, and you know, you have um, a lot of the time, especially with whether you're dealing with, you know, someone who is fighting against a force of evil mm-hmm. or whatever, you know, there's that there's that internal struggle mm-hmm. and 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 the identity and coming to terms with your own destiny and, you know, how you want to express yourself and mm-hmm. all of these things that that typically it's sort of like it, it's latent in a lot of like mainstream horror um, mm-hmm. where we where we do pick up the queer like okay not so subtle but like Nightmare on Elm Street Part Two the most gay film that was ever made it's wonderful Very. but but also but also like uh, if you apply that to BL in particular you have a lot of these characters you know you have vampires you have incubi you have mm-hmm. these these monster creatures and 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 this this hunger the sexual hunger and it's the same thing you know where there's that battle for control and and mm-hmm. and the identity and so you know it transfers really well so you know it can be really it, it can be really you can read a lot into it as like queer subtext and identity but it can also be like really sexy the demons heard you and they took down part again of the- <laughs> I need to stop summoning demons during our. Just kidding! It's all adhesive. Everything's fine. Okay. Uh, it's I'm all, not. I'm not sure. I'm convinced. Listen, it's can all you, the adhesive. Can Don't you worry not about it. Be haunted when you're about to travel. 
I'm trying really hard like, not to. <laughs> I did find uh, there's this abandoned shrine and castle right outside of Tokyo that I'm like, hey, can we go to this? My friends are like, my friends, a black guy and a Hispanic guy are like, no. Good. No, you fucking moron. Listen, you can't the, the last time I was in Tokyo, we were walking up, like, we were walking through Akihabara to get to this. There's like this shrine. On top of mm -hmm. a hill, like a very small, small shrine, because there was some festival, and we were going there, and we passed by this like hole in the wall, very abandoned-looking temple thing. Like it was just like it was oh, it was terrifying. I was like, "This is a horror film." Let's just. Is that what happened in Sadazanai? We're not doing that. Yeah, yeah, and it wasn't even near Kappa Plaza, so I was like, "You know what? <laughs> Are you gonna go to Kappa Plaza?" I mean, I feel like I have to. I I feel like you have to because I didn't get to go the last time I went because there was I mean, no especially time. considering what you're making me dress up as for Halloween. I feel like I have to. I'm not making you do you anything. Forced me. What? You held this, hostage. I'm pretty sure this was your idea, like a it was year ago. Not my do idea. not pin this on me. I know I you're happy know about it. I am. Tell me what my feelings are. <laughs> I, I can, know you're I can feel them from, from here. Tell me <laughs> what my feelings are. I know you love it. You're super excited. Don't, don't at me. Uh, yeah, like with Sarasama is a good example because you know you have the folklore aspect because the kappa. Like, there's a lot of queer uh, creatures in 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 Japanese folklore and in in the yokai world as well. There's a lot of queer in Japanese folklore. <laughs> the eight. Yes. I mean, that's why they invented BL. There was so much to build There's so on. much subtext. It's like, and then Christians came over and said, hey, all that homosexuality is bad. Why do, they, why do I have to ruin everything? I, I like, Japan had a good thing going, you know? They had a great thing going. Um, there, was, there was a TikTok that I was watching that was like, hello, colonizers and people that have stolen the land. Thank you. And it's like, hi, I'm African-American. I didn't ask to be here. Do I? <laughs> do you not yell at me? And, you know, the creators. Like, yeah, 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 you're good. You're good. Like, thank you. Like, yeah, I don't think that applies to you. Because I, there's so much of me that understands, like, native indignation at everything. And, like, please, mm -hmm. yes, yell at the white people that are here. They deserve it. But I feel like sometimes they cast that net too wide. And it's like, hi, I didn't ask to be here. Hello, can I get... Can I get excused from this chewing out? I didn't ask for this. This is now just where I live. <laughs> uh, against your will. Every day I exist is against my will. Uh, is no. spooking the gay bad? I feel like I'm obliged to see that it to say that it can be. Yeah, I can definitely see some aspects of horror themes uh, being not so great. You get a lot of, like, barrier gay tropes. Even within BL, you get, like, the most overt or most out person sometimes is the first to die or is the one that has all the horrible things happening to them. Mm -hmm. um, it's also sometimes seen, like, as a punishment for those that are closeted, which is very, very funny in a nation like Japan. That still has very, very strict sodomy laws and won't allow people to get married. And there's, uh, yeah. <sighs> there's a lot of problematic stuff that does happen to queer mm. people 
in horror stories. And there's also a lot of it just because of the nature of coding and the nature of how people write. So there's still a lot of like cross-dressing serial killers. Yep. There's still a lot of that. There's still a lot of, you know, rape and sexual violence being used against mm -hmm. people. And especially if it happens to someone who is male, that is often still, even in horror, played as a joke. You know, yeah. where you get that first initial incident of, oh, there was this, you know, monster that attacked me. You know, it's still played as a joke in a lot of horror stories. Mm. Um, I can see why there are people that are concerned about the problematic elements of horror and scary stories. And I'll also say that there are some, uh, to put it lightly, tone problems occasionally. Where sometimes, especially BL of a certain generation, likes to have its cake and eat it too when it comes to spooky stuff. And it'll throw in spooky things, but not really think about any of the implications behind what that means. Looking real hard at Eerie Query as much as I love it. <laughs> I haven't read it in so long, but yeah. Looking real hard at Eerie Query where you have a ghost who committed suicide because he and his gay lover were promised to die together yeah. and the lover didn't die. So that's how you get one gay ghost. And like, that's played as a joke. That's played as comedy, you know, that he's stuck in this ghost form, mm. you know, because he was gay. But that's awful. Like, that's not... Yeah, yeah, it's okay. horrible. And it's like, you know, because it's 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 one of those dual-edged swords where it's like, again, because BL is rooted in um, in, in shoujo and, mm -hmm. and in this whole feminist movement. And, you know, mm -hmm. women's stories have typically been tragic because, mm -hmm. you know, that's what we know. Mm -hmm. and, and, and that transfers to a lot of BL and to a lot of spooky BL and horror mm -hmm. in general and, and gothic stories because you mm -hmm. have the doomed lovers, the tragic mm -hmm. endings, mm -hmm. and, you know, kind of the romanticization, romanticizing thereof. Mm -hmm. And then, and then also, you know, that, that there's that whole, I mean, you get where it's coming from because it yeah. is, it is the reality of our narratives, but then it taps into that whole barrier gay trope and you yeah. have these, you know, all, all of those things that you just mentioned and you have like, wait, let me look at my notes. <laughs> and then of course you have the psychological horror, which yeah. is again, fiction and reality and that whole discussion but also there is so much of these darker spookier type stories that have like kidnappings and sexual mm -hmm. assaults as a main trope but then mm -hmm. that sort of comes out as oh you know but they fall in love and then it's fine and it's like no it isn't he he was electrocuting him five minutes ago like right in and Vegas. I, and you know we would be again remiss to not bring up the fact that Sojo still has a lot of this problem. Hentai mm -hmm. has a lot of this problem. Like, other media sources have this problem as well. The issue is, is that when you bring it into the queer space, and I'll say this as, you know, being African-American and being queer, it hits a little too close to home sometimes. Yeah. And I'm not saying that, like, violence against women is okay. You know, fiction is fiction, obviously. But like, I'm not saying that that's, it's different. Like, it hits home different when it's a group that is like double, triple marginalized. Yeah. Yeah. Like there is a huge difference between, you know, a white woman getting murdered and scream versus, you know, the one black 
gay yeah. character in a story getting punished basically for existing. Those two things mm-hmm. hit different. Um, so it's not to say that, you know, that stuff is all right when it happens in other fictional stories. Not at all. It's just different. And mm. then you have to look about who the audience is. And, you know, while we can say that pop culture is consumed by everyone, a lot of these queer stories are read by queer people. And it is different when you're seeing your own kind die versus a projected avatar of what you are supposed to be. Mm. So I I understand I'm using air quotes if you're listener only. Uh, some of the critiques that people may have against some horror theming in queer storytelling. Do I think that that is an excuse not to do it? No. I think, again, it's that proceed with caution thing. I would always examine the writers, and then if you are the writer, your intentionality in doing this. I'm big about intentionality, if you haven't noticed. (laughs) (laughs) It's not the worst thing you can be big on. I know, there's a lot of things that I could be, like, very, very pro. (laughs) I just care about intentionality, guys. I just really care about intentionality. Uh, Is Spook the Gay fetishizing gay men? You know, I saw you add those two to, like, those two points to the the outline. I was like, every time. What do you even want me to say? Like... (laughs) So again, I hate giving it a maybe, but there is a possible argument that some writers may enjoy too much at harm being done to queer men. Mm. I can't ascribe that to anyone, and there is no particular author that comes to mind that's doing it for the lulls, but... I can understand if someone were to make a compelling argument that there may be some cases where this feels a little targeted, where this feels a little, you didn't have to kill that one character, or this one story did not have to turn out the way that it did. So is it fetishization in the Marxist term? No. Would I question the intentionality of some creators who are writing these stories? Yeah. Just like I would with anything. Exactly. And again, it goes back to that critical reading and critical consumption. Mm-hmm. And and again, that you know, there is so much to choose from, whether that be uh, BL or, you know, these types of things in general, because you can, maybe you don't like the dark and, 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 and more grotesque stories, you know, like killing, stalking, for instance, being mm-hmm. very, very apt example but but Mm -hmm. that's why you know you also have a lot of these these types of um stories that that deal with you know these these monster characters like vampires and werewolves and ghosts Mm -hmm. of all all of this that that are more on the on the silly and sexual side and you know there's so much flat out porn in the bl sphere with spooky themes yeah like a lot of it you know, it was almost a little bit difficult doing this episode because even the ones that are really, really scary, like, usually are quite funny. Like, killing, stalking, those moments, it's very, very funny. It shouldn't be. That's a problem. But uh, it's also fucking terrifying. Like, it is. 
I it, had such a hard time accepting killing stalking as a BL because it is it's a wonderful like maybe not wonderful it's a really good psychological horror story yes i am very hesitant to refer to it as bl yeah because the, the the love aspect is like severely lacking but the author refers to it as bl so i can't really argue and again you know you can have horror BL, I guess, but it's like the worst relationship in in the world. Yeah. Yeah, but that's true. It, I don't ship it, but it's a good story. Like I <laughs> also, excuse me, but why are so many evil people in, in Korean media named Sangwoo? I have a lot of questions. Ask like, Korea. I've just gotten to the point where like a character appears and his name is Sangwoo and I'm like, oh no. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no, 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 no. (laughs) this is bad. I I feel like BL had that with the name Yuki for the longest time. Like if the character's name was Yuki, it's like, ah yes, be careful of that one. Yeah. Might not be a murderer, but he's he's gonna be the one that fucks everything up. He's gonna be the one. (laughs) Yeah, and that's the Yuki, like, in, in Snow, the, the Yuki with the yes. one U, not the one with the W. It's always yes. the, uh, the... The W is usually a soft, pathetic uke. Yeah, I have one. Hi. <laughs> it means courage, but, like, pillow princesses, all of yeah, them. Yeah, the, the W is a soft is a soft uke. The single U is here to ruin the series. He's gonna fuck you up, like, in every... Fuck- Every way possible, he's out there. To just... Every single character named Yuki, it's like, oh, you're <laughs> going to ruin the series, aren't you? You're just going to grind this thing to a halt and make everyone worse for it. And then it's like, you you have some serious issues and you're going to make it everyone else's problem. Yes, like, your inability to go to therapy <laughs> is going to ruin it for just everyone. The dog down the street... The woman who owns the convenience store. Does everyone's lives are going to be more difficult? <laughs> like, forget about zodiacs and like rising signs and things. Like, it's the it's name. name. You, it's your name. name, Yuki. Oh, you're bad news. Oh, you're bad news every high, every fucking time. High level of 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 uh, what the hell am I trying to say? High probability that I will love this absolute mess. Of yeah, a human also being. Probably Absolutely. Oh, this dumpster also, fire of a man. Yes. In a 2000s BL, and there's a random American. Keep an eye on him. <laughs> Keep an no! eye on him. We don't always know what he's going to do. He's a wild card. But if, the, if someone suddenly has the name like Derek or something, keep an <laughs> eye on that guy. If suddenly yeah. he's like, oh, and this is Tom, you go focus. You cut him down. Because <laughs> he's going to do something. We don't know what it is yet. But if it's like 2004 and it's a Japanese school and suddenly there's an American, you go, you stay with him. You stay with him. <laughs> he's going to do something. Unless his name is Claude, because then he's going to shoot you. Chokes <laughs> <laughs> and dies. <laughs> I mean, I know it's it's our Halloween episode, but could you not die? Yeah, I can't die yet. I have to go Please. on this trip. You have to uh, return safely. 
I have to go on this trip return and then do a couple more episodes and then I can die. Yeah. I have to finish this season at least. I haven't uh, even I haven't even shipped out your birthday present yet, so please. I was like, I was gonna do it, and then I was like, if I do girl, it now, what if it yes, but there were there were issues, okay? And then I was like, I was gonna send it, and then I was like, what if I send it and then you you leave and then it doesn't get delivered? And then I got conflicted. So now it's just sitting here. <laughs> what do I do, Hello, Should I just hold on to it for Christmas? <laughs> yeah, yeah, just compound it with Christmas, I guess. Shit. Oh my god, I'm such a disaster. Is I'm sorry. It's okay. Is spook the gay problematic? I yes and no. I mean, we've covered a lot of ground already. Like it can be. You have to look at intention, have to mm -hmm. think critically while consuming. Mm -hmm. Why, you know, why was it written like this? How are mm -hmm. you interpreting it? Why are you interpreting it like this? Mm -hmm. And are you thinking critical about your consumption? Yeah, and honestly, I would even look at, you know, things that you might not look at before. Like, I'm really on a tear of, like, cultural appropriation because it's that time of year where people of color are particularly sensitive about it. You know, um, one thing that always surprises me is when white authors decide that, like, oh, this character is randomly going to be black. That's always, like, it's not a red flag, but it's a flag. Yeah, like, but it's, it's like that thing I saw yesterday on Twitter, which was, like, if you're a white author and you're mm -hmm. only mentioning the skin tone of not white characters, then yeah, because you're automatically making you're, white the default. Yeah, you're you're exoticizing. Yeah, like you wouldn't you wouldn't have a white character describe like oh, and they're 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 alabaster eggshell, <laughs> pearl white skin. Like we wouldn't say that about a white character. No, and if we we did, we'd be like, what the fuck. Their, their, their skin, a, a soft, off eggshell. Like, we wouldn't say that about, like, a white character. So if you're using, like, 13 words to describe brown and all of them are different, because that's my other favorite, is when it's like, oh, the, the burnt sienna mocha chocolate skin. Yeah, it's the like, chocolate are, skin. None Nubian of those are the queen. same brown. Yeah, no. Yeah, firstly, I'm not a food. Please stop using food terms to describe people of color. Olive, chocolate, mocha, caramel stop using food to describe us we're not food have you seen that picture that's like you know someone wrote a character being described as yes. having the skin color of freshly squeezed olives and then there's a picture and it's like bright green yeah, like, i love like, that <laughs> there was a there was a tiktok that i was watching and um it was two black guys and they said oh you know whenever i whenever i grew up hearing you know oh women love tall dark and handsome and it's like, they don't mean black, they mean Ben Affleck. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of the quotes was, no, I want tall, dark, and handsome. You're black. And I remember oh just, like, cracking up. <laughs> it's just like, that's, like, that's all the same. But, uh, so, you know, there are some problematic elements to it. Absolutely. Is it enough mm -hmm. to terrorize creators? No. Is it enough to dox creators? No. no. Is it enough to go after people who are reading this stuff? No. no, but like with any media, of course, there are some problematic elements to it. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that I do find in horror and spooky. I mostly do the paranormal, the paranormal stuff because, again, like horror, horror doesn't really do it for me. Um, especially, I don't know, like weirdly in manga because it's just like suspension disbelief is a little bit like 
over there. <laughs> yeah, but you know, it's like if if I want to read like horror manga, yeah. I'm gonna read the manga adaptations of The Ring or you know like Junji yeah. Ito. I I don't want to read BL and be frightened. So yeah, I not... and and that's just that's a personal thing. I now I do like it if a BL can't scare me, where I mm. like something happens, like oh no, like I do like that every yeah, once in yeah, a while. Yeah, yeah. But like, am I seeking it out actively? Not typically, I'll say. Uh, but I do like it every once in a while when it's here. He's like, oh, oh, no. Yeah, no. like when you get really invested and you get like genuine reactions, like that's yeah. always fun. And that's, that's just, you know, it bears witness to great writing. You know, that like, is. I, I love that. True. But it's, you know, but it's like if I want to watch because obviously it's Halloween season. So we're mm -hmm. watching all the horror films we can get our hands on. And it's like, mm -hmm. I like being frightened, but I it takes... <laughs> but it takes a lot but like i have different expectations i sit down with a horror film it's because i want my skin to crawl i sit down with a bl manga i want to feel that punch to the gut that is you know oh my god this is you know this is so good i don't want to be i don't go into it with the intention of being frightened i don't yeah. even go into it with the intention of getting my you know getting my heart broken but that keeps happening I've been thinking a lot about banana fish lately because, you know, Ash is afraid of... Where are you pumpkins. not thinking about banana fish? It's been a while because I mean... I don't think that's true. I've been, I've been so deep in Miritama brain rot that I haven't thought that much about banana fish. But then I started bringing out the pumpkin decorations and now I'm so sad. <laughs> I'm so sad. But yeah, you know, I just... I typically, I seek out, like... My brand of of dark BL that isn't, you know, psychological horror is mm -hmm. vampires. I love vampires because they're sexy and they bite each other. Jumping and... the gun. Okay, I'm sorry, but I'm just saying <laughs> I'm not in it to be frightened. Just... Okay, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> we're not at that part of the outline yet. <laughs> Okay, now we're at the part of the outline. What? What are some flavors? Of what is this gatekeeping of the outline you're doing? What the hell? Listen, my former co-host disrespected my outline regularly. This outline is my child. I am trying my best. best. I mean, uh, at least I went in and, and filled things into the outline. Things. I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> you contribute. That helps a lot. Thank you. Occasionally, I do. Yeah. Okay, what are some flavors of uh, of gay spooky? Uh, Corolla was talking about vampires. You may resume. I love vampires. Okay, is it just, is it the biting? Is it the is it the immortality? Is it the... not. I don't think it's the immortality because immortality is like one of the least sexy things I can think of because of the whole. You know, the world is fucking burning. Who wants to live forever? Like, that sounds horrible. <laughs> for me, there's this is technically boys love, and that it is a queer story written by a Western audio oh, by a Western creator. Uh, Letters for Lucardo mm -hmm. uh, has a vampire who is honestly just me, like, down to being a black man, like, is just me. Uh, there's a scene where he gets mad at his vampire dad and he says, in short, father, fuck you, let me eat my cake. <laughs> and it's like, that's just me. <laughs> uh, but Letters to Lucardo has the vampire problem of, like, Lucardo's lover is a significantly older in appearance white man. 
And I had a really hard time reading letters for Lucardo because you have this like, you know, perpetual twink and then like a grandpa. And I didn't like that. <laughs> yeah, I get that. Like I didn't, I get it. And I think that's a cool perspective to handle it because that's one of the issues with the immortality thing. I get it. But like, for whatever reason, I did not like seeing grandpa get dicked down by a vampire. That was not something I mean, fair. that I liked. Fair. Yeah. It's a great story. Love letters for Lucardo. Mm -hmm. But like, yeah, I, I didn't have a great time with, with the sex. It was like, that is a flabby older man. <laughs> cool. Yeah, and that's, you know, a personal preference thing. And, you know, yeah. I'm with you. No disrespect. If that's your cup of tea, it it is not mine. And it's like, and again, like you say, you know, like the story can be good and the romance can be good, even if you don't find it, you know, sexy in, in yeah. a way. Because and someone out there definitely does. And Oh, um, yes. It's a very, very popular story. Someone out there does find this very sexy. It's just not me. Yeah. Um, I mean, I just think, like, for me, the, the 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 appeal, you know, there is a lot of that intimacy, you know, like, and the whole, like, there is the eroticism of it to begin with, you know, this, this hot person, like, man, woman, whatever, creeping up on you in bed and, like, biting you, like, that in itself is, okay. like, They're not okay. allowed to enter unless they're invited. Yes. Which, it, yes. So they have to be invited, so you know you want. So they're it. already in the house, <laughs> so, you know. And then, okay. but also, you know, it's the whole, it's the whole. Like I think again, like the gothic aesthetic that they tend to have does mm -hmm. so much for me because it, you know, and a lot of it is interchangeable with visual K fashion. You know, all the visual K artists have this vampire thing going. There's this I was about to say, I feel like there's a connecting thread here that yeah. you're not disclosing fast no, enough. Not to mention G's extremely homoerotic uh, film, Moonchild, which is Yeah, I was about to say, there's, there's some things here that you aren't disclosing fast enough. Yeah, but I mean, there are so many, like, just the visual aesthetics for me and then you have all of these like hot men in sexy mm. outfits being sexy and biting each other it's like i love vampires purely yeah, also, for selfish aesthetic reasons vampires. and i love that vampires don't always have to be taken as seriously mm. like you can actually have a lot of fun with vampire characters you should yeah. have a lot of fun with vampire characters um because in a lot of ways if any like nowadays their limitations are just quite funny yeah and again like i want so badly to see like a be it a novel or a series or whatever of that Tumblr thread with the Italian vampires, you know, like what they can't eat garlic, they can't, they can't cross themselves. Like, please, someone give this to me. It sounds like the best thing ever, and I just want to read right. it. Right, and like because it sounds hilarious. I've started um enjoying a little bit more uh like modern vampire fiction, like yeah. contemporary modern, and it's like oh my god, the mirror rule is thrown out because mirrors are no longer backed by silver. Yeah, Which means that vampires can see themselves now. That's amazing. They haven't been able to do that for a few hundred years. Can you imagine though? And yet, then you're like this horribly sexy creature, and you can suddenly admire yourself in the mirror. You're just like, it's called. Have the you stat. been watching? Did you start? Yeah. Did you start watching the 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 series? Yes. yes. The like you, what you are describing is the <laughs> I haven't seen a it vampire. yet. A vampire looking in a mirror and go, I was going to say it was that, but <laughs> you can't describe the stat. I need 
to get on this series. Like, I'm a little apprehensive, but I heard that it was really gay. So I'm just like, it's yeah. very gay. You know I what? I will it. say, like, I'm sure that there's someone who will love to clip this out of context and make it sound racist. I was a little shocked that they made one of the characters black. That was a little surprising to me. But they made it work and it's good and it's it's funny and it's all the things that Anne Rice should be remembered for as well as uh, insisting that her characters weren't gay and having fan fiction taken down. She should also be remembered for that. She should be remembered that to the day she died, she insisted that none of these characters were gay and that we're all just reading too much into it. But did she really though? Because I feel like she... Because I feel like she no. acknowledged it. No? And, no? I mean, it. I Got don't know a lot about Anne Rice. Like, I no. only know about the lawsuits, to, really. But I thought I day, heard something. To the day she died, thought that fangirls took it too far, thought that fangirls ruined the work, that we were just reading homoeroticism into her obviously gay vampire stories. Oh, and she got a bunch of fanfiction taken down because of copyright infringement. I don't think that straight vampires exist. I don't think straight vampires exist either. I think they're all at least bi. All of them, at least. I mean, if you're going to be immortal, then why don't you just... <laughs> I don't know, go for Girl, it. I don't know where that sentence was going. Do you, want, do you want to go into that sentence a little more? Like, if you're going to be immortal, go fuck another man, I guess. No, I mean, like, why don't you shop around, you know? Like, shop people around. people are hot. I don't know. Shop around. Uh, do you have any recommendations of a vampire BL that you would like to give uh, the audience? That isn't just Fangs. That isn't. I actually haven't read Fangs because, you know, it's still ongoing. So I'm saving it. I um, like it. It's not amazing to me, but I like it. I do recommend. I do give it a recommend. I I have uh, I have a couple of one shots sitting around. I have something I think it's called Bloody Kiss Tonight, which I think is like an anthology, and then Necrite Holic, which I hunted down secondhand after wanting it for so many years because the cover is so sexy. But also, I want to go ahead and plug uh, my author colleague Carla Nicole because she's mm -hmm. she's a novelist and she has a trilogy called Lore and Lust, and it's so good. It is so good mm -hmm. so if you're into the uh the written word i absolutely recommend it yeah and then letters for lucardo graphic novel um also really really good um if you do go letters for lucardo just be prepared that you're gonna have a, a grandpa get digged down by a vampire that's not your thing uh just a warning i'm gonna go read it it's good. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure I have read it at some point in my life, but it feels like I have to go back and recheck. All right. Werewolves. And there is not a greater gay trans metaphor than being a werewolf. That you, that, you know, in, in your day-to-day -day life, you know, you're repressed. You, there's this something inside you that's clawing away. You don't know what it is, but you know, you're different. And then suddenly in the light of the sparkling moon, you can release that thing inside of you. It's monstrous, it's hungry, it's beautiful and powerful. And you feel like yourself two halves become whole and you can run frolic free, actualized. It is 
one of the best like trans gay metaphors out there. It's also not a subtle trans gay metaphor now that I've said it, because now that I've said it, everyone's going to be like, ah, yes, those gay werewolves. Yep, pretty much. Like, I'm just sitting here like, this is, uh, <laughs> you're making some good points. <laughs> it's an excellent, like, trans gay metaphor, hmm. being a werewolf. Um, and it's amazing. Like, it's, it's fantastic. Uh, Coyote is a pretty good werewolf story, if you're okay with that. Uh, the allure of werewolves, um, I don't think that there is a Venn diagram between Omegaverse hoes and werewolf hoes. That is just a circle. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like there's a connection there. Because yes. I feel like I haven't read a lot of, at least not recent, Werewolf BL. And I think it is because a lot of it seems to be Omegaverse and I'm just not into so, it. So a lot of it isn't, but the two fan bases are a circle. Yeah. Um, it, is <laughs> it is possible to have a Werewolf story that is not Omegaverse. Because realistically a Werewolf should be more monstrous than just like hybrids or wolves. Uh but occasionally they do get a little Omegaverse-y. It just depends on uh, who's writing or reading it. Um, I have very, very complicated feelings about Omegaverse because I'm the first person to say, I don't really read a lot of Omegaverse. And then I look through my AO3 history and it's like, that's a lot of Omegaverse. <laughs> I just like, I'm read... the first person to be like, I don't read a lot of Omegaverse. And then I go through my history. It's like, huh, that's a lot of... That's a lot of Omegaverse. Okay, I, I guess I, I guess I get I guess I do. I think I've read like three Omegaverse yeah. stories in my life, and Ew. one of them uh, I'm going to be posting about this on Insta whenever I get time for it. But I bought these two very much matching BL volumes from Japan, and they're they're both one shots, and they just look like they're sexy stripper boys. But one of them turns out to be an Omegaverse story. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> what? But I was, you know, I have a lot of love for these characters. So I did enjoy the story, but I was so taken aback. Because, you know, it's like the first thing that happened, you flip it open and there's like this diagram explaining the A-O-B, the, 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 what, how, A-B-O, that's how they say it, right? And it's like explaining. So and I'm like, so it's A-B-O if you put slashes in between it when you're writing it, because otherwise it's a racial slur, and young people on the internet will yell at you over it. Oh. I don't have opinions about this. No, because, you know, every time I hear people talk about these things, I just, I'm just transported back in time, and I think of, like, is it news? It's some Johnny's band, and they have a song called Koino A-B-O, referring i guess referring to the blood types but listening to it in today's climate of of omegaverse is highly disturbing <laughs> to yeah me. um i a lot of people will just now do aob to completely mm. remove concern about it sounding like a racial slur i will say the racial slur thing i'm not here to invalidate that it is a slur what i am here to invalidate is the people who are yelling it at you it feels very Tumblr, where, like, none of it is, like, the actual group that is represented or offended by it. It's a lot of, like, younger people who are woke. Yeah. So, 
that's uh, Amanda's boomer rant of the day. Is that <laughs> a lot of the people who will yell at you, it's like, if you don't put the slashes, it's a slur, are not a part of the representative group who'd be offended by that. Which is Amanda's Leah Boomer moment. I mean, fair? I mean, again, it's that's that's something that we talked about this during, like, during the Tumblr during the Tumblr episode. The sites we left behind episode, we talked about Tumblr. Um, that is one thing about like performativity that has always rubbed me the wrong way is when mm. you have like people that are not a part of that representative group, frankly speaking over. Yeah, yelling over. Yelling over. Because like I found out about it like being a racial slur, not from anyone who's a part of that disenfranchised group, but from other people yelling at me. Other Americans yelling at me. It's like, well, wait a minute, hold on. Yeah. I'm not questioning the validity of this being a slur, but why has no one from this community said anything? Why is this not coming from the community and it's coming from a bunch of 20-somethings on Twitter? That's where I have a problem. Mm. <laughs> um, but yeah, werewolves are great. Um, you can get them in varying levels of furry if you aren't comfortable with just wolves fucking people, which is lovely. You can get them in varying levels of furry because I'm actually not furry at all and I don't like it. It makes you uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, same. Actually, it makes you high-key uncomfortable. It's like, you know, I, I, I'm trying to think of how much I've read that are actually werewolves and, and what is actually just like dog boys, you know? And there's that is also another one of these circles i'm like it is there, it's because a lot of the early 2000s like i love a man's best friend but i have a lot of questions about that manga because like he is in love with his dog uh we don't have time to talk about that no but we don't have yeah, yeah no. we don't have time to talk about <laughs> some of we don't have time to talk about that uh do you want to talk? I love that we go plural for everything but ghost. It's just one singular. <laughs> yeah, it says ghost. It's just one ghost. I guess it's the one the, from oh, Query. Yeah, that that's it. Like it says ghost, and all it's I can the make one ghost singular ghost. Airy Query. It's and the one ghost twin from Airy Query. That's it. That's the only ghost. As if that's the only ghost. In that BL. is the only. That is the only sexualized ghost. It's the one from Airy Query. Yeah. Uh, listen, there is this, I don't know if that counts as a ghost, uh, on, on, uh, DL site, there's a video, like, cause you know, occasionally there, are, there are video works, animated works, and there's something called Jikobukin, and Jikobukin means stigmatized property. And typically, you know, refers to you buy an apartment or a house that is stigmatized usually means someone died there usually means it's cursed so mm -hmm. this short animated thing is a dude who is set to move into an apartment that is stigmatized and ends up being very much assaulted by these basically floating dicks there are a lot of ghosts but they have no bodies attached it's a very interesting <laughs> animation i had to buy it because i was so damn curious <laughs> what it looked like i was like i need to see this um and yeah so there's definitely more than one ghost i just wanted to put that out there while i yeah there's lots it. of um ghost stories can be interesting as far as like sexualization goes 
because you get like some disembodiment stuff you know you get the like oh i feel like something is happening but i don't see it there's some cool like voyeurs and stuff as well that you can get with ghosts i can definitely see why you would sexualize ghosts now it's one of those things i think is only hot in fiction yeah because if any of that were to happen to me in real life <laughs> i'm jumping off a bridge yeah goodbye no if i were no. to ever like if i were to ever wake up and like there's like a weird like stain on my stomach and like my clothes are not where they used to be and like i'm vaguely sore i'm running into oh, traffic <laughs> no and if i excuse like, it's me, one of yes i also literally only because i am such a j horror fanatic Ghosts for me equal, you know, all of these horrible, vengeful Yure and Onryo. And there's nothing yes. less sexy than those ghosts. Like, yes. I know. Nope. Absolutely yeah. not. <laughs> like, it's one of those things that, like, and again, you know, about horror, it's only sexy in fiction. Because yeah. if any of that were to happen to me in real life, I am running into traffic. <laughs> yeah, goodbye. You, you, and then you're. I'm done. <laughs> Hopefully not joining the ranks of these yeah. ghosts. If like... any of that were to happen to me in real life, if I were ever to be like assaulted by a ghost, we're done. Yeah. Who do you call? Ghostbusters. <laughs> Sorry. I quit the show. I quit, <laughs> I, I quit the show. I'm like, sorry. No, you're not. No, I'm no, not. You're not. I'm having such a good time. <laughs> oh my god. But like, no. Like, do you call Law and Order SVU? Do you call like who do you who at that moment can help you? Isn't there? Uh, I don't want to say this because I don't want to do this to you. But um, the um, what are their names? You know, the twins, the Supernatural brothers. Oh, Dean and Sam. Yeah, the Winchesters. I, yeah, you can call the Winchesters. Maybe I think they'd be too into it, honestly. You'd be like, yeah, you have a sex ghost, you say. Like, <laughs> I think they'd both be way too into it. Like, yeah, we'll, we'll be right over. Yeah, like, we'll be right over. <laughs> I'll carry on my wayward son blares in the background. <laughs> I don't think anything would be wrong. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, but, what a part of the plan involves Dean laying naked in my bed. Shh, part of the plan. Don't worry about it. This is... This is, <laughs> this is, advanced, this is advanced hunting. <laughs> What? <laughs> this is a very is a very uh it's a it's a technique that's been perfected. Oh yeah, it's a story <laughs> technique that's been passed down by hunters for generations. It's like you wrote hole on his backside in Sharpie. I don't think no. <laughs> it's no. part of the ritual. It's it's an ancient Sanskrit prayer. Oh god. Yeah, <sighs> no. I think, you know, like, it's either like that, or I think a lot of the time for me, ghosts and BL are just sad, because they're usually just these, just you know. Just tortured souls. Yeah. So lonely. And, like, and, pathetic. Yeah. And, 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 you know, again, that, that, I can never remember the name of it, but that thing that Peachy talked about comes to mind again with... You know, there's someone dead, and there's you know their ghost hanging around, and all that whole you know thing. It's just sad. Yeah, there's and, a lot of like sad and, incel ghosts hanging around, and it's just like that's that's unfortunate. And the whole you know, and, and like in and and all of these like 
these haunting stories you know like Sunday, like clips mm -hmm. of the eclipse of the eternal heart you know with the mm -hmm. the dead boys and the the yeah no yeah it's, it's really really sad it's sad it's just dark and sad and the ending of sweet pool and the the one good ending that is also the a bad ending and they and there's a yeah no ghosts and bl hurt me and they and sometimes and sometimes they're not even like they're not even actual ghosts they're metaphorical ghosts you know they're ash oh. living in the back of ages mind and in my heart and i'm having a moment i don't know why banana fish did this to you i don't know why it didn't do am i broken for not caring this much yes i think so because it's it's just so am i just I can't i can't like, oh god like it passed through me like like water it's fine I don't understand. I mean, I went into it like I've heard people talk about banana fish my entire life. How sad can it be? I said, well, <laughs> approximately this sad. It's like, I'm fine. Do you want to talk about stalkings, kidnapping and torture? I've, yes. There's a lot of stalking, kidnapping and torture. In There's frankly too much. Yeah. You oh, know. there's frankly too much. Out of all the things that like kind of turn me off, it's that I'm very selective when it comes to it. Uh, you know, when we talked about this stuff being problematic, I think this is one of the places because this is a real thing that happens to queer people is that they are stalked, they do get murdered, and sometimes they are tortured. So, like, when it happens in queer fiction, it just feels, like, a little too close to home. Yeah. Like, it's and like, this happens to people. And that's not sexy. No. It, you know, it's one of those things that, again, I think, I, I advocate a lot for BL, you know, progressing. And we talk about this all the time, right? Like, mm -hmm. and Dr. Thomas mentioned it. And, you know, like, how there, there was a dialogue between, um the the mangakas of the 90s and mm -hmm. and the and the criticism and 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 the people who are critiquing them and you know and a lot of them did better mm -hmm. and a lot of things have changed and we have so many different tropes so i feel like a lot of the time now when we do get like these stalkings and kidnapping stories you know they are just like they are just one part of a much broader genre whereas before there were a lot more of those types of stories so i feel like there's a part of me that doesn't want to be as harsh about it like i don't want to be like oh no not this again because there's so much more but i definitely do react to it when you know uh and i've said this before when there are adaptations because there are so many good and consensual and sexy stories out there but then when they are the, the ones that get adapted to animation and to live action a lot of the time are the killings and stalkings and kidnappings and stockholm syndrome stories and i'm like well, why do we I keep think doing for this? me it always comes back to uh you know it's it's about framing and consequence i think one of the yeah. only good things i have about killing stalking is that there is no part of killing stalking where you ever feel like the character who's doing bad things is not doing bad things. No. Which is why the people who later were like, oh my god, this is so sexy. Like that, per Those people were wrong. 
and you should make fun of them. Those people are wrong like, because because there's no part of the story that does that like, oh, he's kidnapping me, but it's hot. Or, oh, I'm being tortured, but I'm into it. Like, there's none of that. That does not exist in that work. So when you get those people who are like, oh, my God, it was so hot to be, like, kidnapped and socked and, like, no, you are no. incorrect. Uh, also, see all of my anger right now at the basic women who are sexualizing Jeffrey Dahmer. I cannot believe, like, this is like a cycle that just keeps coming back. It really is. The Jeffrey like, Dahmer thing. Like, can we... Can we just stop? Also, excuse me. I saw the most ridiculous headline the other day because they took him off of LGBT. Yeah, not that. Oh. Uh, that that was also ridiculous. But the thing is, um, it, it my country is small, okay, yes. and we're not used to getting attention. So the Norwegian media loves latching on to anything that can be associated to us. So they'll mm -hmm. be like, oh. The, this model who has roots in Norway, this this actress who has roots in Norway, and this mm. this, this one the other day, like last week, I opened up um, some online magazine thing. I can't remember, and the 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 headline that met my eyes was the Norwegian heritage serial killer, because apparently Jeffrey Dahmer has roots in Norway, and we're supposed to be, what, proud of this now? Like, this headline was so ridiculous. I'm like, what? You don't want to, you don't want to claim Jeffrey Dahmer? As, no! You don't want to have him, like, in the Hall of Norway? No! I mean, no thank you. Like, you I wanna, didn't. You don't want to have him in the Hall of Great Norwegians? You just have, like, the Jeffrey Dahmer enclave? I did not know that that we are somehow partially responsible for this guy, but I mean, I can we just not claim him? Like, I you have, have, no, have to take it up with Norway. You're gonna have to. Talk I'm to, gonna have to write someone. I'm yeah, gonna be like, who's the me. boss of Norway? Is it is it the prime minister? Is it the president? We don't have a president. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Like either the prime minister or the king. Yeah, you're gonna have to write a letter to the king of Norway and be like, hello, can we can, can we no can longer you, claim Jeffrey Dahmer? I suggest that we bring back punishment to 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 certain people. Can you punish whoever wrote this article? I'd like more information on this person who was proud to claim Jeffrey Dahmer as having Norwegian like, heritage. This isn't some you know, like, this isn't Chrissy Teigen, whatever she's known for, you know? This is... Uh, but okay. I do feel like Texas gets that sometimes, where it's like, Texas-related serial killer, this guy. And it's like, hey, 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 hey. There's a lot of great Texans. There's a lot of not great Texans. You can find some other Texans. You can find some other Texans. You don't have to, you don't have to do this. Yeah. You don't have to calm down. We don't have to do this. But, um, I, I do like the occasional, the, the very occasional, like, oh, there's murder in this, but yeah. I don't like murder being the main plot point. No. I, just, I, I, I fundamentally don't think that that's very sexy. Yeah, it is like, you know, and I'm sorry, but I keep harping on this, but, you know, Vegas Pete, ladies and gentlemen, the most recent entry into my library of stalking, kidnapping, torture, BL, um, is, you know, Vegas and Pete from Kin Porsche. And I'm like, you know what, there's, I absolutely understand that people, you know, love them. I love Pete. I hate Vegas. 
he's a, he's he's an interesting character, but he's not a great person. I don't like him. But it's like I've seen a lot. And mm-hmm. I know that there's a lot of BL, you know, that has that whole, okay, you kidnapped me and tortured me, but somewhere along the line, I started getting into it, and I'm also kind of kinky, so this is fine. And I'm like, okay, sure, I'll buy into Vegas Pete in that sense. But the thing is, when the first thing a guy does is electrocute your testicles, why would you ever want to have sex with him? Like, no guy in the world would want to let that person touch their genitalia ever again. And Pete was like, yes, sign me up for this. And I'm like, Pete, I have trash taste in men too, but Jesus Christ. No no offense to my Vegas Pete friends out there. I know you exist. I, I respect and love you, but also I, I, I just, I just can't. I just can't. I've been watching the uh, American medical drama House for the past two weeks. I don't get to say anything to anyone. Hugh Laurie is a very attractive older man. I love Hugh Laurie, but you know, I've never seen House uh, because, you know, medical dramas and me, we don't really mix all that well with the whole phobia thing. Um, But I just think it's so hilarious that he is this super grouchy serious character because to me he's always going to be the prince regent from yes. blackadder and i'm just Black like Adder. how what yeah because i i did i watched a lot of britcom when i was a kid shocking mm-hmm. i know uh so i did watch blackadder i wasn't quite old enough to put it together yet but then as i got older, like it's the same fucking guy <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, I love the Prince Regent. I think, you know, part of me is like maybe my love for himbos came from the Prince Regent. I'm okay with this with describing that to you, Lori. Like this could be uh, <laughs> this is my origin story. This is your villain origin for himbos. <laughs> uh do you want to talk about incubi and male succubi? Because Corolla, quiz, what is the difference between a succubus and an incubus? You know, I routinely Google this because I'm so afraid of getting it wrong. <laughs> but the uh, the incubus, mm-hmm. I mean, the, from what I've gathered, the incubus is the male version mm-hmm. and the succubus is the female version. And then I know that there are, in fiction, uh, male succubi, but yes. I... I feel like I never encounter them. I only know the incubi. So technically, the only difference between incubus and succubus is that incubus means to lay yeah, on, on top. top and succubus means to lay beneath. So yeah. you can absolutely have a male succubus. Uh, both derive uh, energy from sex with others. Um, the idea that incubi are just male succubi is a Western bastardization as yeah. everything is. Um, it's a Western bastardization as everything Maybe is. Maybe we need to do an episode on Western bastardizations. <laughs> like... We'll end out the year with Western bastardization. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I think that there's something interesting to be said in that that, you know, you are starting to see a lot less, like, incubi being used and a lot more, like, oh, this is a male succubus. Um, sometimes with some Omegaverse, which I think is yeah. fascinating. Uh, we really need to do an Omegaverse episode. I'm going to drag you kicking and screaming into one. <sighs> okay. People recommend me some some Omegaverse stuff, I guess, so I can... 
get in on. Did it drag you kicking and screaming into an Omegaverse episode? Okay. Okay. Because I love you, I will. <laughs> I will allow it. What, what, what a true, what is, what a true show of friendship. I'm willing to read Omegaverse for you. Yeah, I'll read Omegaverse for you. <laughs> uh, but I like these kinds of stories. I think that they're very, very interesting. The only thing that does occasionally squick me out is that there are sometimes some very, very like too questionable stuff with the consent. Because it's always a little dubcon with Incubi and yeah. Succubi. Yeah. Sometimes it's a little too dubcon. And because I do love me some dubcon, love me some dubious consent. I, you, I eat dubious. You? Really? I, I no eat dubious idea. consent for breakfast. But sometimes <laughs> they get a little too dubcon. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know if this is dubcon or just noncon. This feels different. Um, you you do know that there's an incubus in in New Carnival, right? I'm just throwing it out there. Is he attractive? Yes. Is he my kind of attractive? I'm not sure. What is you have name? a lot of more of a. Oh, he's okay. Yeah. He's okay. Where is clothes? I like it. What do you mean clothes? No one has clothes in New Carnival. That's kind of the point. Oh, he has three clothing options. Okay. There's yeah. a tattered one. Okay. Uh, uh, he has okay. multiple outfits, and then they come in various degrees of uh, destroyed. dressed down, destroyed. Yeah. Um. Sure. I'm not giving up. I'm trying to convert you. What is the point of this game? Uh, suffering, mostly, because you're trying to get the new boys and you never get them. But, you know, you go around and there's a story and it's like an isekai thing. But, I mean, we all just play it so that we can unlock more boys and have uh, hot scenes with them. So. Okay. So the point is to sex the boys? Yes. And you sex the boys? Yes, you sex the boys. You do sex the boys? Yes. And there are <clears throat> multiple versions. So, you know, you, you get, like, in the main storyline, they each have, um, as long as you unlock the SSR character, you they, they each have, like, a sex scene in the main story, but then you also have intimacy rooms that unlocks separate storylines with sex scenes in the intimacy rooms and each version of the character has a different sex scene so there's like a lot of you sex the boys a lot <clears throat> it's fun some of the so animation what do is I get, what do I get in return for playing this game um endorphins joy addiction Hold on. <laughs> if it'll make if it'll make Corolla happy. <gasps> Are you gonna do it? Oh no, that's the other, that's not the same one. Oh, can I not get it on Android? I don't know. I play it on on my computer. I use an emulator because I have iPhone, so it's like really tricky. But fine, I'll get an emulator. 
See, you're already making me do too much effort. But I'm going to read a Megaverse for you, so. That's not the same. A Megaverse can be fun. Yeah, but this is fun. <laughs> is it fun? Yes. <laughs> okay. I will I will figure out how to play a new carnival for the make girl happy. <laughs> uh, demons. Oh yes. boy, do people like fucking demons. Increasingly. 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 I do feel like, like there's fucking demons. I feel like there's so much more of it recently. Um I feel like there's been more Western demons. Yeah. Uh which again we probably should have a whole episode on Western bastardization. <laughs> Oh, I'm ready. Uh, you know, you could probably slot some demon stuff into Incubi Succubi stuff, yeah, but you shouldn't because they're different. Um, I like some demon stuff. I do feel like some people play fast and loose with what a demon is and what just like a monster is. Uh, but I'm I won't kick it out of bed. I won't kick it out of bed. I think it's I think it can be hot. Yes, I mean. Uh, I don't know. The final one. Murder! In uh, all caps, mind you. It's you like, know, for anyone yes. not seeing our, our, our beautiful outline. outline, it's like... You know, in the these two, words comes to mind, where it's yeah. not a serial killer, and there's a lot of murder around the main uh, characters. I do love in these words, uh, famously, the manga that made me go downstairs and pray with my Catholic family, because I was like, <laughs> I need Jesus. After reading this, double mints comes to mind. I feel so bad for anyone who came into uh, Nakamura Asumigo reading classmates and then tries to find like anything else by her. <laughs> Cue Amanda's routine screaming about Jane Osubete. Honestly, no, I'll stay in double mints because that one fucked yeah. me up too. Where it's like, yeah, oh. I mean, it's so, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I, I feel so bad for anyone who, like, talk about, like, a catfish of catfish. Like, anyone who came <laughs> in to Asumiko Nakamura and is like, oh, my God, I love classmates. And then it's like, everything else is just horrible. Hello, there's a corpse in my car, and I need you to, uh... I mean, Doublements is really, really good. Like, I yeah, like Yeah, I mean, it really, it really is. It's, it's a little terrifying, but it's good. You can have both, you know? It's, you can it's have okay. both. I think her art style lends to horror a lot. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of the time, the, you know, both of these, really, the demons and the murder trope, they also can go hand in hand with the stalking, kidnapping, torture trope. Because uh, sometimes mm -hmm. they, do, they do go down that route. Uh, one of my favorites... That is also like I I don't know I don't know if it actually does count as BL. I've always read it as a BL, but Light Chihikari Club is like I mean it is problematic on a lot of levels because you know these are middle schoolers, but there is there are two gay characters in it, and then there there is a third character who is in a gay relationship with one of these two, and I mean he's only really in it because he's attracted to the 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 young beautiful boys you know before they start becoming men so he's just really attracted to them for the whole aesthetic not really because he's attracted to men and it's an all boys school so you know but that mm -hmm. one takes a really 
wild turns, you know, dipping a little bit into fascism and and bloodbaths and kidnappings. And it's incredibly graphic and horrific. And I love it so, so much for a lot of reasons. Um, but yeah, it does end in, in a lot of murder. Yes. Spoilers. There's also a film and a really and a couple of really good stage adaptations. Like I really do love the stage adaptations, but there's it's not for the faint of heart, I think. Most of the things on this list aren't for the faint of heart. No. Um, <laughs> also, shout out to the one uh Korean BL that I remember reading about and starting, which was um basically someone tried to make a boyfriend out of the Mononongle, which is a Korean uh self-segmenting monster that has a long tongue that like it eats viscera it's a viscera eater so like it eats like bile and stuff from the inside of your stomach and it can kill people it also eats fetuses occasionally so they turned them on an angle from a female figure to a male figure and apparently now he's gay and they sleep together so a uh, shout out to that story about fucking them on an angle i guess and self-segmenting is in like Normally they have like a whole body, but at night they separate and they lose their legs and they're just like trailing their intestines and they have wings and they have the long tongue. That doesn't sound sexy, but... I mean, BL always finds some way and to some, make these creatures wants... attractive. There are people that sexualize Cthulhu. Yes. So, sure, I guess fuck them on an angle. I mean, Cthulhu. I mean, I guess there are tentacles involved, you know? I say this respectfully. I still don't understand tentacles. I still don't. I, I mean, I, I understand them historically and culturally. <laughs> but, and I understand them on fish. But I don't understand them sexually. I don't really. I don't say that to judge anyone. I'm not here to harsh anyone's yums. If that's your thing, I, I fully respect you. I just, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it, but also Tamaki. <laughs> what did he do? What do you mean, what did he do? Why do you love him? What happens? Because he's does, an anxiety wreck. Do you, do you, <laughs> does he owe you money? Like, what did he, how do you love he, him? He makes me happy. Okay, I respect that. Yes. He's he's a cinnamon roll. That's why. You know, is I he, love cinnamon rolls. Yes, he is. <laughs> got offended when I questioned it. Got actually angry when I insulted her actual child. It's like, is he My son is. I could not have been more offended if you, you if you so insulted my actual child like, I, I don't care i don't like children i don't care say whatever you want about my hypothetic hypothetical children but tamaki like you were actually boy? upset for a second it's like <laughs> yes my son is innocent yeah he's perfect what do you want <laughs> oh my god i mean he uh, wouldn't murder anyone but you know i'll take it Corolla, where can the good people find us? You can find us at the Yahweh Shelf on Twitter and mm -hmm. Instagram. You can become a patron over on Patreon slash the Yahweh Shelf. 
We yes. appreciate you. You will get a p- patrons of a certain rank get their Patreon episode next week because I will be out of the country. Uh, what are we covering? We'll figure that out when we get there. <laughs> <laughs> Some level of dark, spooky BL in depth. Yeah. Somehow. We'll, we'll figure it out. And then the week after, on the 23rd, you will have a costumed live stream Woo-hoo! for all uh, where we go over the episode in full. We have some fun. Uh, so bring your questions. Get bring ready to hang out. Lists of your favorite ghosts and vampires and murderers, I guess. Please don't bring a list of your favorite, not real murderers, please. <laughs> no, not BL murderers. Yeah, not <laughs> actual. I, I really don't want to have like the true crime conversation of like, please stop sexualizing actual murderers. I don't want to hear a word about Jeffrey Dahmer. I don't want to talk about Jeffrey Dahmer. I don't want or don't want... Uh, or Ted Bundy for the love of God. No, I don't want to talk about Ted Bundy. I don't want to talk about how hot certain murderers are. That's not what we're here to you do. You don't want to talk about that one film. <laughs> <laughs> don't put this on me like you don't also love. No, fuck you. Don't no, put just... this on me like you don't all. No, no, no. I was no. fine, and then I you pointed it out. No, no, okay. Yeah, you also had no, that, and then we, we agreed. We both watched that movie separately, and then yes. agreed that what the hell happened here? Yeah. So fuck you. Okay. I did, that is not me. I rebuke that evil. That is us. <laughs> we are going down on that boat together. Okay. Fine. Fine. Let's just. But it's okay, because we're already jumping into traffic, apparently. So it's like... <laughs> uh, we have something very, very cool happening uh, next month. Yeah. Uh, I know, I say that all the time, but because it's really, really happening. We have another special guest. <gasps> Corolla, do you want to talk about our special guest? Uh, yes, we are very excited. And I think that we need it after this uh, month's topic. It's time for us to repent our sins and head over to the Church of BL as we will be joined by the amazing Peachy. I am so excited to have Peachy on the show. And uh, yes. we're actually going to talk about problematic stuff. Uh, my former co-host and I talked about problematic material and I will say, uh, well, it's a good episode, it's not a great episode. And I think with the power of Peachy, we can truly have a great episode. You know, we, we got our good book learning with Ari and Dr. Thomas, I think now we can really have an actual conversation about problematic material when it comes to BL and Yaoi. So I'm excited to have Peachy on the show. Yes. I'm excited to, um, you know, absorb Peachy's goodness. I'm excited for it. That'll be yeah. in November. I think it's going to be super fun. It's going to be super fun. Yeah. Uh, so... If I look and sound stressed out, it's because I am. You'll be fine. Doing great. I uh, hope so. <laughs> I hope so. I hope you'll take, be fine. I hope I hope so too. Uh y'all take care of yourselves. We will see you in the next one. Bye. Bye.